Welcome to the Terry James Show, where I have a theme song. <laughs> kind of sounds like The Cure, doesn't it? Anyway, uh, yes, I have a uh, very big budget. I hired The Cure to cut my podcast theme. I called up Robert Smith and said, hey, I need a little something, something from you, buddy. And he said, oh, yeah, you're a huge celebrity. We'll do this for you for free. Anyway, it is a Terry James show where uh, each week I try to collect a bunch of inspiration, some motivation. Some of it's fueled by desperation. I mean, look at me for Christ's sake. I'm a guy this age trying to make it in an a in a in a world where you can't be this age. <laughs> So yes, there's a little desperation there trying to say stay relevant. It's kind of sad, really. And that's where the humiliation comes in. So we get all the Asians in there. We got the inspiration. We got the motivation, the desperation, and yes, a little bit of a humiliation. So we have that going on for us. Isn't that nice? Thank you for joining me today and last week as well. Thank you so, so much. A lot of people commenting on it a lot of people reviewing it which really helps and it really means a lot so thank you thank you thank you very much if you're new to the show i collect stuff all week long anytime it hits me whether i'm in the shower i'll come into the studio and record something maybe i'm out in the streets like today on today's show i was at a coffee shop surprise i know terry what are you doing at a coffee shop anyway I was at a coffee shop over to women talking and it made me want to comment on what they were talking about. Didn't comment to them. Obviously I just pulled out my cell phone and recorded on there. So you'll be able to hear how that went down as well. And uh, you'll be able to see it too. If you follow the YouTube page for this, as soon as I learn how to post it, <laughs> God dang, man, this is, this is rough. This is rough. Isn't it? I did have a productive week though. Met with my agent today. It's the yearly, hey, here's how you're fucked conversation. I love my agent. I really do. Been my agent for many, many years. And even though you want people that work with you that are on your quote unquote team, you want them to support you. You want them to have your best interest in mind. At some point I had to realize He's not losing any sleep over me. Nobody is. Nobody's losing any sleep over any of us. We're in this shit all by ourselves. And yes, some people will help out, which I believe he does. Uh, but yeah, at the end of the day, we're in this by ourselves, and you can't rely on people to act in your best interest or to uh, believe. I mean, I've thrown, thrown so many ideas at him that I feel like I'm the boy that cried wolf half the time to this guy. So... Anyway, it is what it is. If you could see behind me, um, it's uh, getting nicer weather here in the Seattle area, in the Pacific Northwest. And my favorite part about this right now is where I live. I live right downtown, but I live in the middle of the Amazon campus. And no matter what you think of Amazon, it has some good things and bad things to it. But they've been very good to my community. They've helped out coffee shops during the pandemic by letting them have free places to work. I mean, they do a lot of kind things, but you know, let's be honest, they got the money to be able to do it, but at least they're doing it. 
But my favorite thing right now was all the Amazon workers have to be back in the office as of yesterday. And it is hilarious. Apparently there was a 30,000 people petition where they all signed it saying, we don't feel we have to work from our, you know, here to office. We want to work from our home. Grow the fuck up, people. This is where I'm going to act like the age I am, okay? You are expendable. Why would anybody in their right mind who creates a business, anybody, you could create any business. You, I don't care if you're a lawn guy. I don't care what it is you do. You start your own business. And then all of a sudden you start doing well. And then all of a sudden your employees tell you how to run it. Fuck them. You know, if you're, if you're being kind to people, you're providing benefits and you're, you're, it's an equal exchange. Your talents for money is what, what this is. It's capitalism, right? This is what it is, but you're expendable. And I love these people that are walking around bitching about it. You know, it's so funny to me because right behind you, do you realize there are people graduating college right now, right behind you that are excited about the possibilities of possibly moving to a big city, going to the restaurants, doing all that kind of stuff, meeting new people, interacting with people, coming up with new ideas, you're not going to meet your next business partner or new idea people when you're sitting at home. You're not going to do that. So it's really fun for me to do this. I'm loving it. I'm loving the fact that they're bitching about it. And it's very, very, very funny for me. So um, on today's show, like I said, I'm going to be talking about a couple things. One, I overheard this conversation you're going to be hearing. And another one is I want to start it off, and by the way, when you hear this little ding thing, that means I've moved on to a new, different thing. If you're brand new to the show, you hear the, the, that in between thoughts. Uh, it's just a different time that I'm recording something. So that's the way it is. But I want to kick things off today with a revelation that I had just a couple days ago. And I'm telling you right now, it is a awful, sobering, with a silver lining revelation. Here we go, guys. Welcome to show number two, and it's very good to have you here. I am recording this segment on debut day. This, the show, the actual podcast came out one week ago today, and this is when I'm doing this, maybe about just a few hours after the first one came out. When you hear things about yourself, like you're being too hard on yourself, you drink too much, you're too uh, short-fused, you're not this, you're not that. Nobody likes to criticize you. Nobody likes to bring you down. These are coming from love, okay? A lot of people say these things uh, because they love you, not because they want to hurt you. And I hear that I'm being too hard on myself a lot, and I believe that I'm having a major, a major breakthrough right now. I just got out of the shower, and it hit me. Seriously, this is a big deal for me. I remember my very first and only goal was to be a full-time radio guy. I had been part-time. I had been washing the van. I've been taking other jobs at tennis centers and anywhere I could get a job. I And my whole goal was just to be able to do this, something I love for a living. I, I've achieved that. 
I've achieved that, but it took me a long time. I had that thought in my mind for well over three years. I did part-time for three years because I was the agreeable guy. I'd be the guy that go gets the van washed. Nobody wants to lose that guy. That and I sucked. <laughs> so, you know, my whole goal was to be full-time. And I've been blessed and very lucky to be able to do quote-unquote entertainment for I don't know how many years now. I haven't had a real job. I haven't had to have a real job. And I, I look back at that and I realize that that is a victory and there's no need to be hard on myself. And what really hit me just moments ago was that I may never be the entertainer that I've always envisioned. I may never reach those heights that I've, that I've envisioned. I'm not going to stop trying, but in reality, there's many guys out there that can play some badass guitar. There are many beautiful women that wanted to be models. There, there are many people out there that wanted to start their own business. There's all kinds of, not failures. I don't want to call them failures because I don't feel like a failure. But a lot of people out there don't reach the heights that we've always imagined. So I, it hit me. I, I'm, I may never be that entertainer that I've always wanted to. And that's something that I'm going to have to come to grips with. But I think I'm making that first step by finally admitting to myself just moments ago when I was in the shower that I may never be that. I may never reach that thing. But what I have done in the past, I have become the man that I've always envisioned. I'm not 100% there. I still fuck up a lot, but I've become the husband that I've always wanted to be. I have been, I, I think I'm a very good friend. I don't gossip. I don't do that. I, I think I'm, a, you know, I've, I, I've been the friend that I want to be. It's taken me a long time to be the coworker that I've always wanted to be because in the Lex and Terry show, I didn't get into this to own a, a business and to have to be a manager to other people. I got into this to be balls to the wall, throw caution to the wind, stir up some shit and have a blast. That's what I did. And when, and that's exactly the way the Lex and Terry show started. We had the support of program directors. We had the support of managers and everything else. Then I had to become a manager. I wasn't equipped to be a manager. I don't think I managed people very well, but I think that I'm becoming a better, I don't even want to call it manager. I just want to say coach. I, I think that I support people very well. And these are all positive things that I believe that I, I'm doing. Another thing that I have become, I've become a guy who, you know, and this is going to sound weird, but I, I'm full of love. I really am. I love seeing people succeed. I love people still, even though there's so many weirdos out there trying to take my eye off of that. I do. I just, I just want to love others. I want to support others. And I really feel that my heart is full when it comes to my family, when it comes to my friends, when it comes to my coworkers, when it comes to just being the, the man that I've always wanted to be. And like I said, I know that I falter. Don't get me wrong. I'm not walking around with a halo over my head or anything like that. I know that I falter. I have a short temper still. These are things that I need to work on. Uh, they're getting better. And I think I'm always going to be working on them. But 
I may never be that entertainer I wanted to be, but I've, I'm becoming the man that I want to be. And I think that that's more of a win, to be honest with you. And on this show, hopefully I'm sharing some information that will make you think and make you uh, become the person that you want to be as well. But it all comes from laying it out on the table. You can't live in your own little world. You know, when people are saying that, hey, you're too hard on yourself or you are you have an anger issue or you drink too much or whatever it is, nobody wants to tell you these things. You have to face these things dead on and choose to deal with them. And sometimes deal with them is is just accepting them. Uh, just I, I've accepted that I may not reach the heights that I've always wanted to reach. So uh, there you go, guys. Hopefully uh, you'll get something from that one. I know that I did. I know that I'm walking around today with a little bit bigger step going on right now. I really do feel pretty good. I do feel really good about where I'm at right now. So when I came up with the idea for this podcast, I just wanted to be able to jump into the studio, open up my cell phone when I hear something or I'm motivated to talk about something. And here's a prime example of that. Right now I'm sitting in front of the home of the Seattle Kraken. I just went for coffee, did a couple errands. Over these two girls having coffee together and one of them was asking the other, is it possible to love somebody but to choose not to be around them? And absolutely it is. I wanted to jump right in and go, absolutely. You got to be true to yourself before anything else. I, I know some people that uh, don't like hanging around certain family members because they're always bring up the past and start arguing. There's also people I know that bring up politics a lot. And, uh, you know, and you just you could love these people, but you could just choose not to be around them. Who wants the fucking drama? It's as simple as that. I mean, this is a simple check-in, guys. You can absolutely love somebody, wish them the best, you know, be a good friend if you if they need something, but you could definitely choose not to be around them. For those of you that know me, know that I've never had a dog. Hell, I've never had a pet. I've never had a pet. Now that I think about it, in my entire life, I have never owned an animal and I love animals. There was a time my sister had to move out. If I remember correctly, and she had two cats that stayed with us. This is when my mom and dad were alive and I was younger and one of them died. And the other one got so sad that the other one died and, and there they were, they were dead. <laughs> so that's my experience with animals, but I love dogs. I effing love dogs. And the reason why I don't have one, there's a couple reasons. One, I don't think I could handle the death part. I, especially as much as I love them. I don't think I could handle that thing just dying. And then you got to, what do you do? And all that. Listen, I don't mean to be morbid here. Okay. There's a positive part of this fucking story. Trust me on this thing. Okay. So one of the real reasons I don't have one is that I want to get a puppy. I would want it from the, the, the birth to, you know, to growing up the whole thing. I want to spend the entire life 
with the dog. A lot of people say, why would you do that, Terry? Don't you want to just adopt and all that? That's not the way I envision my dog. I want a, I want a lab. I want a Bernese mountain dog, maybe a golden retriever, something big and dopey, something like that, that I get, you know, that's what I want. I'm sorry. It's what I want. Don't, don't get, don't cancel me for that shit. I want, I want a thoroughbred. God damn it. That's kind of what I want. There's a guy downstairs. And one of the reasons why I don't have one is that I'm afraid that the animal that I would get as my very first experience with an animal is just going to be psycho. It's going to be the dumbest thing in the world. There's going to be all kinds of problems with it. It's going to bite my neck in the middle of the night. It's going to shit in my mouth when I'm snoring. Whatever it is, I just don't want to. I, I just am afraid that my animal is going to be a shithead. And all my friends are not going to want to be around my animal because my animal's just a doofus or, or whatever. Then they blame me because my dog, you know, took a shit in their, you know, in their carpet or so. I don't want to be that. Okay, I want an awesome animal and I want it to already be awesome. So I don't know if that's going to happen. So that's another fear of mine. However, there's this dog downstairs that this guy owns. He's an architect and I, I don't know him. I just see him come out of his architectural firm office and he's got this kind of a shorter black lab and I know it's a girl dog. Because I looked, <laughs> you know, and it is the sweetest dog. It wants to say hi to people, but he pulls that dog away from other people and everything else. And I always feel sorry for this dog. He goes to work with this guy. It's not like a helper, emotional support dog or anything. It's, it's, it's a dog, but it's the sweetest dog in the entire freaking world. And I love this dog. So beautiful and everything. But one day I see this girl sitting on the corner by the guy's work. She is visibly upset and she's not a homeless person or anything like that, but she obviously just received some devastating news. And it was very hard to watch. She was crying and she was very emotional and, I, you wanted to just go over and say something. I didn't, I don't know her or anything. And I wanted to go over and say something to her. Like, you okay? You know, you need, you need somebody to talk to, which is something I find myself in these positions a lot. And if they make eye contact with me, maybe I will say something, but most of the time I'll let some people get through it. And especially if it's somebody you don't know who the fuck, who the fuck am I? I'm not Jesus here. Okay. But this dog was walking by this woman. She's sitting on a bench and that dog wanted to go over and, and comfort this girl so bad. And the guy just pulled that fucking dog away. And I was angry. I was like, that dog would have really helped that girl take her mind off of it, maybe get out of it. And this guy just pulled that dog away. And in my mind, I'm going, this guy does not deserve that fucking dog. That dog should be my dog. That's the dog I should have. I don't know how I can get that dog. <laughs> but I want that dog, okay? I want that fucking dog. 
Keep the calls coming in. I am loving the calls. How do you call in? It's very simple. You can do it anytime you want. Just go to terryjames.com. Click on the microphone in the bottom right-hand portion of the page. You could do it from your cell phone. You could do it from anywhere you want. And you could leave a message. It's super cool and it comes right to me. I see it in my email and then I run into the studio to do it. Now, I don't like to know what the questions are about. I, and why is that, Terry? I don't know. <laughs> I just, I don't like knowing. I think it's a leftover from the Lexitarianies. I like to have an element of surprise. I like to have my back against the wall a little bit. I like to... Uh, to come up with bullshit, right? When I, <laughs> I have no idea why I like doing it. I could easily listen to these beforehand. But what I do, as soon as I get a couple of them, I run right into the studio right now. And, and I'm going to go ahead and answer a couple of these. So thank you so much for people that are, I mean, we're only show number two in and the calls are coming in and I'm loving the damn thing. Here we go. Hey, Terry, it's Jessica. I had to leave you a message because I think it's awesome that you revamped the show, even if it was a painful pivot. I've enjoyed watching you outside of Lex and Terry try different concepts and avenues to express yourself. While you've been a part of my life for 20 years, we've interacted a little more on Instagram since COVID, yep, and I yep, truly yep, appreciate yep. it when we do connect because I always leave feeling inspired. Since COVID, I've left the corporate world and the rat race to be an entrepreneur and to find my own way to financial freedom and happiness in the present. I do not have a large network of like-minded people, and your words have helped me over the years as I've made these changes. I want to thank you for giving me permission to shake the tree and not feel guilty about it. It's hard and lonely to level up, and you told me that was okay and that it's worth it and to keep going. I want to make sure you know how much your perspective, honesty, and personality helps others and hope to have a reunion wow. someday when you're back in DFW. Wow. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Jessica. First of all, it hit me like halfway through the call that I, I know who this is. I, and let me tell you about her. Inspiration is a two-way street. It has to be a two-way street. Nobody sits around waiting for somebody to be, get inspired. It is the constant sharing of information and surrounding yourself with the stuff that you like. Okay. It doesn't matter if you're into race cars or riding or a cooking or whatever it is. It's just being around the people that inspire you. And I started following Jessica on Instagram because she had a certain vibe about her. No, it's not in a creepy stalker, I'm going to, you know, jump into your DMs kind of way. Although she, you know, she's jumping into DM worthy. I got to tell you. That being said, I started and I started following her because she inspired me. It was fun watching this person completely change what she had going on. I could see the development through her and I love being inspired. You guys inspire me just as much as hopefully I'm inspiring you guys. She has, uh, like she talked about going from the corporate world. I don't, you know, I haven't talked to her just on the, uh, just like thumbs up and way to go, way to keep things going type of thing. We both encourage each other. And that's what I love about social media. I love the social part of social media. Most people use it to attack one another. 
And she's talking about, you know, shaking the tree, which is something that I have talked about many times on past podcasts and, and whatever form they were. And that's exactly what you have to do. You've got to shake your tree. You know those leaves that are just kind of hanging on and uh, they, they don't serve a purpose anymore in your life? You shake that tree, they're off, and only the strong, vibrant leaves are, are there. And that's my analogy for getting all the bullshit out of your life. Just getting all the, the bad people, the bad information. You're, you're, and on social media, to me, you're only as good as the people you follow. If you want to follow the crazy shit, you follow the crazy shit, but you end up being crazy. I, I love myself too much for that. Jessica obviously loves herself too much for that. She is absolutely crushing it. I think she's doing things with, and from what I can tell, I could be completely wrong. And if I'm wrong here, Jessica, I'm sorry. She got into real estate. And not just real estate, not just selling real estate. She got into owning her own Airbnbs and making investments and, and everything else. And, and I watch her online and I go, God damn, I wish I was that brave. I wish that I could do that, you know, and, and be passionate about that because that sets your ass up for the future. I'm just doing this right here. This is my passion God knows this isn't setting me up for the future that I know of anyway. If it is, that would be fantastic. But right now, it's it's not even there. This is just what I'm doing because I love it. Congratulations to her. And like I said, inspiration is everywhere. You could find it everywhere. You actually have to be an asshole not to see it. You actually have to walk around being bitter and everything else and just being a basic asshole not to get inspired. I get inspired by my barista guy who's there every freaking morning, you know, with a smile on his face. How you doing, Terry? You know, the usual, the whole thing. I get inspired by people that I see taking time out of their day to rush home and walk their dogs down the street. I get inspired by seeing two people sitting at a table where one of them's laughing and they're having a wonderful time. I get inspired when I see friends meeting each other on the street and hugging one another. And I, I, I'm, it is all the fuck around you, so just open your eyes. And I just want to take this time to thank her for inspiring me. If not, this is not lip service. This is not anything. You are a very, very powerful person. And it comes through in what you're doing online. It comes through with who you're hanging out with. You obviously have made some different decisions. Like I've had to make some tough decisions in my life. Do I want to hang out with this person and talk about bullshit all day long and gossip and do all this other stuff? Or do I want to just hang around people that are having a good time? Listen, I am not Mr. Focus to where I'm Mr. Regiment. I wake up and I do this and I do that. You know, I have certain things that work for me. I don't know if I want to even call them things, just little stuff that, that I have to do little things that I got to do. Like I got to make my bed in the morning, you know, just dumb things like that. That makes me feel like, okay, I'm ready to go. I got to get a, some sort of a workout in. I have to, I have to spend some time alone and meditate, which is I'm getting back to doing. I have to do all that kind of stuff. So I'm telling you right now, it's not that I'm Mr. Regimented or anything like that. And you don't have to be regimented. You will find yourself get a whole new life when you start doing the stuff that you love to do. And you start interacting with the people that like the same thing, whether it's through social media or friendships or whatever. 
and you share ideas and you inspire one another. And hopefully you don't like backstab each other and gossip one another and all that kind of stuff. So Jessica, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your, uh, your cool, cool message. I really appreciate it. I got another one here. Hey, Terry. It's Bettina from Jacksonville. Bettina! Hey, first of all, congratulations on the new show. I think Thank it's you. great, and I'm so glad you dumped the experts and decided to go with your gut. It's awesome. Thank you. Hey, listen, my question is, so if you didn't go down the path that you went down, what do you think you would be doing in life? Where do you think you would be in your parallel universe? I'm just curious. Thanks. Take care. You know, this is a fun question to think about. And it's one that, you know, a lot of people banter about from time to time. And Bettina, thank you so much. Great to hear from you. I, um, and it's very hard to answer because, you know, I am where I am and you just have to accept it. And I have up until recently, and I still do, I still have my times when I beat the fucking shit out of myself for not taking action or taking an opportunity when it presented itself there's been many doors that have opened for me over the past, let's just say, 30 years of doing my uh, my radio show with Lex. It's really weird because early on when the show was very, very popular, there were radio companies trying to separate us. And I'm sure Lex was getting the same thing I was getting. You don't need to be with this guy. You got to work with us. You got to do this. You got to do that because we're beating the shit out of people and we're taking their money. And I'm sure he got the same thing, but that stuff could kind of go to your head. You're going, well, maybe I, maybe I should be doing stuff like that. But I, the only thing that I look back upon, and if I, if there was a parallel universe, it would be one where I wasn't such a pussy. And it's not that I want to change or anything. I just would like to I wonder what would have happened. Well, had I been more like uh, Jessica, I wonder what would have happened had I just fucking went for it. You know, when you get a mortgage, when you get married, uh, when you have other people working for you, where their livelihood depends on you being good at what you do, like the Lex and Terry show, you tend to be dedicated to them and you tend to love them. And you also are making a, a job. This is my, this is my goal. This is my dream. And it still is my goal and dream. But I often wonder if I had not been so fearful of certain things if I would be in a different place right now, when I tell a story about how I was working at a grocery store, uh, shining the floors and you know, then a whole thing changed. I don't want to get into it, but I, I would hope that I just am doing what I love. I know it's a cop out answer and I love what I'm doing now in a parallel universe. I would hope that I am a much braver person than I am right now. I am probably going to regret not being as much of a risk taker as I get credit for, because I was getting credit for being a risk taker just because of the shit I would say on radio. They think that that's risky. No, that's not risky. What's risky is uprooting your family. What's risky is dumping a few friends, like shaking the tree that you've got to get rid of because your life is, is stagnant. What's risky is, like I said, uh, going to school at a, at a later age in life. And I mean, there's so many people out there taking risk right now and God bless you people who are doing it. And if you're listening to this right now and you have certain fears 
Why don't you join me right now in trying to step through some of those? I'm doing that right now with this podcast, believe it or not. I've been told how to do many podcasts. I've tried many different ones and I've enjoyed every one. I've had some great guests in the Terry James Alive. The Cult of You thing was, was somewhat, uh, it was a great idea. I liked it. I liked the whole thing, but it ended up being a disaster because I teamed up with the wrong people. I had to shake that tree and move on. And these people are probably saying a bunch of shit about me right now. All they wanted was my money. They really didn't care about me. Uh, they may have just cared about me uh, then hoped that I would be successful. So then I would in turn tell other people that I use these people for that. And they are good people there. They really are. They're very nice people. There wasn't somebody I disliked or anything. I just got the bad vibe. So I did step through that fear right there. And the fear of people are going to go, Terry's doing another podcast. Hey, yes, please, Terry. Tell us how to live. I don't know what to do if you didn't tell me how to live. No, that's not what this is all about. That's not what this is all about. This is all about living together and inspiring one another and being there for one another. And God knows you guys have been there for me. You're sharing the show. You're subscribing to it. And I don't know what's going to happen of it. I have a certain goal in my mind of how many downloads and all that bullshit you need to do to become viable and to make this a part of my life. I would love to make this a part of my life. But like I said, in a previous episode, or maybe it was the very first, uh, what is the Terry James show all about? That's not up to me. My livelihood and my happiness, not happiness, because I'll find a way to do it on my own, but I don't know. It's kind of in your hands. I am giving you the playbook. I am being awesome. Awesome. <laughs> I'm being honest. <laughs> You're so fucking awesome, Terry. Thanks for telling everybody you're awesome. I would never have known had you not told. No, really. I, I'm, I'm just being honest. And if that resonates with you, and if you can pass it on to other people, and you can help me, I would, I would really appreciate it. Because this stuff is not easy to do. I have an audience of the Lex and Terry show that people are curious about what's, what, what is he doing. And then... Those people, there's a fraction of those people that are curious that will stay with it. There are some people that are angry and will never listen to it. And then because I've tried so many different things, it's embarrassing what I've done. It is an act of stepping through some sort of fear to do this in front of you guys again. Are you kidding me? Do you know the bullshit that I'm getting from people right now? Another stupid podcast. What's wrong with you? Don't you know all that? Do you know, do you think that I'm not hearing this? Yeah, I am facing some fear there, but if I had to do it over Bettina and if I lived a parallel life, it would be one where when I see the door open and there are so many different ways to look at opportunity, opportunity could mean moving to another house or taking a shitty job where you meet somebody at that shitty job who's going to enhance your life or you're going to knock it off and you start your own business together or whatever. There's opportunities everywhere and my mind was closed to every single one of them. Do not be me. 
There you have it. Episode number two is in the books of the Terry James Show. Thank you so much for spending your time with me and downloading it and sharing it. Really means a lot. Once again, if you want to leave a question for the show, just like uh, Bettina and Jessica did, you can go to terryjames.com, whether you're on your cell phone, whether you're online, just click that microphone icon in the lower right-hand portion, and uh, it comes right to me, and we'll do this. I love it. Thank you so much. And if you supported the Cult of You podcast, first of all, thank you very much. And if you supported it and we're all in right at the start and you bought the Cult of You t-shirt, just go to the website, send me a picture of you in the t-shirt, and I will gladly send you a brand new Terry James Show t-shirt. I still love my Cult of You stuff. I really do. I think it was cool. And uh, thank you so much for supporting me. I really do appreciate it. And we will be back next Thursday with another brand new cult look at that i already screwed up with another brand new terry james show i almost said terry james alive oh god i have a problem <laughs>